The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. As a special thanks to all of our patrons, we are giving away one item from the Professional Casual Network store at teespring.com slash stores slash professional casual. All you have to do to enter is be a patron. That can be as little as a dollar a month. And every month we will give away an item of your choice from the store. Follow us at patreon.com slash professional casual. It's episode 15 of the Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure. And nobody's died yet. No. We quit bringing that up. To be fair, JB though. hasn't even taken damage yet. <laughs> we learned last episode. I don't know how I never noticed that. I have taken damage. I just want to say I haven't taken as much as Lucky. Well, you took damage the same the first 30 seconds when Lucky. You also got hit by that coach. Right. So you're a liar. You sir. said you hadn't been touched. You got touched by that coach hard. You Ooh. took like five damage. You You're still in therapy it. for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, out of the last 15 episodes, I feel like 12 of them, we've been at a festival or rolling a body around town in a barrel. Like we haven't. I feel like that's you know, two of the last 15 episodes. It seems episodes. like most of Mina's life has been spent. You're really been out of shape about that barrel I and really stuff. Am. It's fine. Well, I know what I'm getting Mina for her birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> it's a body in a barrel. Hours of fun. It, it's wrapped already. <laughs> and then when you open it, is it like the can of snakes where like the body just jumps out at you? Yeah, but it's from Alex. It's a skaven. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a faux pas for a birthday party. You put a dead person in a barrel. It's got to be a live person. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, a live one, you put them in. Yeah, it starts right. live. Right. <laughs> like in a cake. You can't help what happens inside the barrel. Right. What happens in the barrel stays in the barrel. <laughs> Until it's in the river. Right. And then it's not our problem. And then Ew. it's River Warden's problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of festivals, you are at the Schaffenfest. Yeah. Sheep is around again. <laughs> we should start closing doors when we're recording. <laughs> bought one tax free, man. That's not yet. We're gonna not buy yet in one. game. Yeah, right. outro, outro. We had to in practice tax free purchases, right? So we could be in character for it. And I really wanted to find a pair of underwear that would fit a sheep, so <laughs> I had to have a live model. Oh, that okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it seems like you guys have been enjoying the Schaffenfest so far. I mean, Bruno has for sure. You got a pie. Bruno's going to eat his way through the Schaffenfest. I, I would hope to, uh, yeah, really spend all of the money, if not most of the money that we've made on this trip on just food. Who needs armor when you can just like bulk up? Right, You are your own armor. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> yeah. Eating pies increase your toughness. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it does. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll test that theory. I'm sure. And oh, like we saw from uh, Carl's exchange last episode, all the prices are hella marked up at the Schaffenfest. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, Carl kind of gave up trying to get bartering his uh, crossbow. So what I'm trying to say is why waste your money on the armor when you can just buy food? Like, you can have the sheep for free? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought you were going, using that, like, saying. Like, why buy... The cow when you can get the milk for free. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did think that the price that uh, Carl was offered for his crossbow actually seemed somewhat fair. Aren't they three gold new normally? Yeah. So they are awful. five gold new. Oh, a crossbow is five oh, gold. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Never mind. That was yeah, not a good price. Less than half. Gotcha. A yeah. short bow he was looking to buy is three gold. Gotcha. But again, how much was that pie, Bruno? Uh, five pennies. 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 For an entire pie. Pennies. All I'm saying is. Yeah, it, like the pie, was it equivalent in value to your fortune? I mean, no. No, I mean, I think I'll have to have like many more pies, many more sweet breads, uh, sweet meats as, as well. Right. Just to uh, get through this. 
to get through the Schaffenfest. Get through the Schaffenfest. Do you think yeah. that there's are sweet meats like a common thing at festivals or in like normal places? Like, would it be exclusive like to the Schaffenfest, or like would you have to go somewhere else to get one? Sweet meats? Yeah. Like, what is a sweet meat? Isn't that the thing that's like Oregon something weird? No, it's no, that's sweet head, head cheese is what you're thinking. Oh, that's I really think, gross. I think those sweet breads. What are sweet meats? Because that was something listed. I can show you. You can get there. Okay. Okay. So sweet breads are an organ meat from the Ooh. thymus gland and pancreas. Yeah, that's what I said. Like the easiest sweet breads to find are from veal, lamb, although beef and pork sweet breads are also available. So sweet meats, though. It's a very misleading name. Sweet breads. I remember mm. seeing it on some cooking show uh, years put ago. Safe search on. <laughs> <laughs> Go incognito mode before you search that. <laughs> Same thing with head cheese. It's like. Right. There's actually no cheese. Right. Isn't it brains? Yeah. I believe. It's like different, like from like the cheek and stuff. And then it's just put in with like gelatin into this mold and then they can slice it. It's, it sounds it's like something like you get in the Warhammer world. A sweet meat, though, is an item of confectionery or sweet food. So it's like a catch-all term? Yes. Oh, so you can totally find sweet meats all over the place. Yeah, I had that listed in, like, things you could buy at the Schaffenfest. I was like, I'm not entirely sure what that means. This says, well, sweet breads might sound like sugary buns. They're actually a form of meat. But then sweet meats are buns. They should switch those terms. Yeah. I bet the English came up with those terms. Like Greenland and Iceland. Right? Yeah. It's like, oh. Or like oatmeal and yogurt. Parkway and driveway. Things I get confused. Parkway, driveway, yeah. Park in a driveway and drive in a parkway. So about Warhammer. (laughs) Right, yeah, let's super alienate. Let's alienate all of our European listeners by insulting them. We love our European listeners. We do, thank you. Appreciate our European listeners. Yeah, we ended with some fortunes. We had some. JB did a really nice job with the ambiance there. Yeah. Yeah. Heard some awesome fortunes. Anyone want to read back? Yeah. Some or all, whatever. I mean, I they're not going to be verbatim what they were. They should be. You took notes. I did like how you talked in the uh, third person there where you said, I, Mina. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mina's uh, the fortune teller saw a dark, narrow space with water and it was full of death. Like a barrel in the river. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Uh, Carl's is seven men and two. One of two will destroy the others and many more besides. So Mm. we got to be looking out for nine men, apparently. Bruno's, uh, it was beware of a big, rich man. Their danger and sign of the rose is red, dripping blood. And then Lucky's, when he put his hands on the ball, it um, glowed brighter. I almost said glued brighter. Glued. glued. Because I'm so pure of heart. Right. Um, it says <laughs> yes. the great killed the small, the highest served the lowest. You are in great danger. The eyes upon you. So one of two Ooh. good things is going to happen. Well, not okay. two, one of two good things, but one good thing might happen in which someone that's high up might serve me, but also someone that's high up might kill me. So wait, is someone going to kill me and then serve me to other people as food? We, um, we were talking about cannibalism last episode. So. Oh man, wait! I, I read that. I read that wrong. <laughs> that could be real, not good. I mean, she did a little. You know, flat out say you are in danger. Yeah. Well, yeah, I am the danger. <laughs> I am the one who knocks. We were looking up those recipes for sweetbreads and head cheese. Ooh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yummy. A nice head cheese sandwich. Honestly, I'm it's okay. my lucky sandwich. <laughs> Makes me think of that episode of Elite Eight Showdown about the best best foods, worst craps, or something. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good one. Yeah, canned peaches was one of the big contenders. Really, I haven't listened to it. I haven't got to it yet. But oh, where could you listen to that? Um, you could actually find it uh, at professionalcasual.com. Oh, uh, it's one of the other many great shows that we have. Yep. Yeah. Or anywhere you listen to your typical podcast. Other great shows. Spotify. Other great shows like what? Well, you know. Big Fiction Energy. That's a personal favorite of mine. Yeah. You're dear to your heart. Professionally Asked, Casually Answered. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one too. If you need really bad advice, go there. The Space Between. Really bad advice. The Space Between Presents. The Lost Omens podcast. Upcoming Lost Omens. Yeah, Yeah, that's very exciting. That's starting as Patreon exclusive. Right. 
yeah. the episodes. Yeah, I'm not sure about the airing of this one when this one's going to be out. But either way, check out our Patreon. Love us there. We're really hoping to get video up soon. So, you know, every every patron dollar goes towards that right now. Yep. And, uh, what's what's the patron level to where they like get us at shirtless o'clock? I think that's, GB, we're, that's that's a professional casual meeting only. Oh, right now. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but stay tuned. I mean, when in doubt, go for that ten dollar tier. You know. I mean, or if a monthly subscription isn't something you're good at, we do have some sweet shirts in the sh- in the store. I seriously, that one. What is that? What does it say? Bruno it and says, Carl and Bru- Lucky yeah, and Bruno, Nina. Yes. Yes. I want it real bad. So right. you'll never have to be at shirtless o'clock. That's right. It's funny. Four out of five people playing in this game were at shirtless o'clock. Mm-hmm. Except one person cheated. Because I didn't get shirtless? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Gee whiz. Because I was taking pictures the whole time. You did take a lot of pictures. A bunch of dummies. Oh, college days. Yeah, way back in like 2005. Seems like forever ago. Yeah, it was. It's like 15 years ago. It was completely different, completely different world. Completely different life. Yeah, it was second edition WFRP. Right? Yeah, it was pretty new at that time. We were playing, we were playing the Pass the Dame campaign. Oh, yeah. Like back when our biggest concern was like, how are we going to get Mike Scar to buy us all Chinese food? (laughs) How are we going to convince JB to buy us alcohol? (laughs) Because he was old enough that we weren't yet. It didn't take yeah. much. JB, you want to buy me no, some beer? GB, yeah, sure. JB never did that because he's a law-abiding citizen and he would never do that. Ever. Right. I'm sure the statute's limitations on that is long over. JB is wow. like the equivalent of Carl when it comes to following the rules. You have to like, you know, hedge my bets for like future presidential campaigns or something right. like that, you know? Yeah. That's what sure. this podcast is going to sink any chances of being president. <laughs> Everybody's going to assume that you are Bruno because you are Joseph Bruno. Right. Right. And they're going to be like, this guy's way too incompetent. And they're just going to bring up, you know, he's running for president. And he literally said, and eh, they're just pedestrians. <laughs> <laughs> I really should have made my accent as Bruno uh, a little bit different than uh, right. my accent as JB. Or also Four Seasons. Either get there or you don't. <laughs> I was going to say he's great at coming up with slogans, though, because that is a classic. You get there or you don't. I wrote it down. Whew. All right. So yeah. we had those creepy premonitions. Yes. Yeah, so she read your fortunes. You you might not know what they mean. You might not know what they mean yet. Yeah. Mm. You might find out. You might not. You never know with fortunes. Oh, but. for sure. Mina does not like the idea that her fortune is somehow tied to water. <laughs> Specifically that barrel in the water. <laughs> But yeah, you got those. Was a nice entertaining time for everybody at least. Yeah. Maybe you're a little nervous about things. That last one said you are in danger, which may not have felt like you're in danger for a little while since you took care of Adolphus. Well, only Lucky's in danger. Yeah. Right. Right. All of us are fine. I mean, I didn't mention death. Oh. Right. I believe Carl's did as well. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like others, not my death. So I think that's right. fine. That's yeah. pretty fair. Yeah, she was only, very loose with the specifics. There's only four of us, not seven. So we're pretty safe. Full of or they're death. pretty safe. I'm not, uh, yeah, it was men and Mina is obviously like a loophole to this whole fortune. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Bruno's um, danger. Sign of the roses, red dripping blood. Yeah. Kind of all negative stuff. Yep. A so, sign of the podcast. rose dripping blood could be like someone with a red mustache that's being trimmed and the, the red hair oh, falling to the ground. Yeah, could be when like it's becoming dripping. a smaller hairy. Yeah, worm. like a dead guy in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it could be um, like a family crest. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Where are you planning on heading next? The menagerie. Menage. Sounds like a good place to go. I want to see Where some animals. Huh? Yeah, the pending zoo. Well, ask the fortune teller. Hey, where's the menagerie at? Thanks for telling me I'm going to die, though. <laughs> All right. She tells she kind of gives you directions. She tells you you need to basically head south around. I need I need lefts and rights out of the tent. I don't know them fancy ways. All right. She says if you walk out of the tent, keep walking straight in that direction until you're past all the animal pens and then walk towards the wall of the city. Follow the wall until you find the menagerie. All right. Wait a minute. Is she giving us these directions assuming we're walking normally or did you tell her you're moonwalking? Oh, yeah. What if I'm moonwalking, though? 
<laughs> I'll show you what that means real quick. <laughs> well, no, you won't. Man. You're really uh, bad at that today. If I roll doubles on a failure, is that a critical failure? Yes. Okay, I critically fail my moonwalk. Oh, you actually fall down this time. Ah, oh, sweet. <laughs> so imagine and that, but, you know, not falling down and like, just walking backwards. She shakes her head. She said I saw it coming anyway. Oh, then, she's a f- then she winks at you. Oh, I wink at her back <laughs> with both <laughs> with both eyes. Let's get to the menagerie. We need something to lift our spirits after all of this talk of death. And another And part. also the lady's spooky eyes. <laughs> She's right there. Oh, she, she I, yeah, knows. she knows her eyes are creepy. <laughs> she were, runs like, yeah. They were like the the eyes of the fish that uh, wash up on the shore of Seas Dot. They were <gasps> Guys, well, can we like leave her tent before you talk <laughs> crap about her? I'm sorry, lady. I, I assumed we were like walking. No, I'm no, still no, on the ground. No one's held me up yet. <laughs> you have right to explicitly state everything you're doing. <laughs> if I tried to help you up, you would say I was trying to kill you. So, well, probably I, I look different. Well, yeah, you're and trying we to hold saw, saw how upset you were. That now that that's illegal, <laughs> you must be mutant. Yeah. Oh, Just kidding. I'm kidding. All right. So you head south. We head straight. Past the animal pens. Past mm-hmm. the animal pens, and then we we follow the wall. All right. You see lots of sheep. There are lots of pens full of sheep. Uh, you see some pigs. See some cattle. A couple horses, but mostly sheep. You make your way along. You can smell it if you want. You can stop and pet them and stuff like that. You can check them out. They're typically shorn after being sold. Okay. Big part of selling them is the wool, so they're, they're none of them are shorn. So they're fluffy. At this point. Yeah, they're very fluffy at this point. As you're heading along, you see the wrestling tent as well, which is basically just a raised platform with kind of a net around it, and there's this big shirtless dude with lots of muscles. You see him just punch some other guy right in the face, and he just goes down. There's I a mean, big crowd around it. Well, we just heard him. But, I mean, should probably come back later after he's worn out from killing all those other dudes. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to make. You don't want to make Bruno go in there right away, right? I mean, Bruno's not going in there. I mean, Bruno's not going to be touched. We've been over this. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> yo, if you grease yourself up, honestly, Ooh, that's what, not a bad idea. That's a really good idea. That's I a think, real good idea. Yeah, I think we should one hundred percent grease you up and get you in there. <laughs> Carl leans over to Bruno privately and like, you you do know that when you're drunk, you do fight badly. It's It doesn't work out for you. Right, but he fights awfully when he's sober, so it's really an improvement. <laughs> I, I don't know if you remember the bar fights you get into. It doesn't work out. You've got my back, though, right? Oh, I, Carl looks at this dude. Uh, can I? T- does he look more muscular than me? You could do an assess check. He is right? pretty. I'm muscular. looking at the board. Uh, that's that typically do. something to do to gain advantage. Oh right. Okay. No, obviously, you're not, you're not in combat right now. That guy doesn't think he's in combat. I will send you a picture of Crusher. Ooh, I barely know her. You see, he drops, drops the guy in the ring hard, and then he points, and he's like, "Who's out there next?" Oh hell yeah. Oh, what a cutie. <laughs> mm. right. uh, that tooth. Mm. Carl's not mortified by him, but doesn't. that's pretty cut man right there. He looks really strong. Here's the good news, Bruno. He is not wearing a shirt, which means that if you were greased up and he tried to like bear hug you or suplex you or belly to back you, you probably would slip out of his grip. You do see that he's breathing heavily. Him and I both. <laughs> Crusher is. He's like. <sighs> he must have had a, a lot of pies as well. Yeah, he probably did. All right. Why don't we just ask some of these guys like, does he does, does Crusher normally like take a break at any point? Uh, make a gossip check. Ooh, OK. Uh, I think that's real good. Four degrees of success. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, somebody says, oh, he typically does about three bouts and then he takes a bit of a break. What bout was this? Uh, he did. This was two. 
I, somebody get in there. Yeah, you need to get in there right I now. Really want to say though, like looking at him uh, in the ring there, he has five more abs than I do. <laughs> I've just got this one big one. He's got six well-defined ones. Right, he's got five more abs weighing him down. Yeah, for listeners, when they said, "Yeah, you get in there," they both looked at JB at the end of the table. <laughs> or, or, or Carl, I guess. <laughs> Carl, I guess. Carl's been touched a bunch of times before, though, and Bruno has not been touched. <laughs> though this dude does yeah. look like he would hit you like a Four Seasons coach. <laughs> you do see for in place of like boxing gloves, they don't really have that in the old world. He has like cloth. And then, then like straight uh, rope wrapped around his arms. See, he's a wuss. He's got to have padding on, so it yeah. doesn't hurt his hands. I think one of you should get in there for sure. Um, you know, after a few drinks, I'm I'm sure. I got this Bruno bottle of wine. No, 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 no. Bruno, <laughs> Bruno, why don't you? Why don't you just sit this one? Out? I will do it. Okay, <laughs> I have your back this time. I, he winks, just thank, so you know. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, Bruno definitely starts uh, lumbering up, uh, you know, stretching out his, uh, his like, arms as, as far back as they go, which is, you know, maybe another two degrees. Um, <laughs> so wait, is Bruno getting in there? I mean, he's he's going to be ready to jump in at a moment's notice. Uh, he's doing those like little arm circles and like little right? tiny trunk rotations. <laughs> back like the ones you did in yeah. second grade to like yeah. a record. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you guys are staying and looking around, <laughs> um, some pretty sweet trunk rotation. A guy comes up to you and he's like, I have any interested parties here for just three minutes in the ring with a crusher. I, I think I can last three minutes. <laughs> Well, you're better than the rest of us. <laughs> he says, step right this way and make yourself two crowns. That's right. Two whole crowns oh, wow. for no more than a few minutes. Mild exertion. All you need to do is last three minutes in the ring with my champion. Two crowns if you last three minutes. Four if you defeat my champion within that time. You there. You look fast on your feet. He points at Carl. Do you think you could stay out of trouble for three minutes? It's not that long, you know. And you, yes, you. Why don't you show your friends just how strong you are? Just a two-shilling entrance fee and he's all yours. He points at his thumb back at Crusher. Carl looks at his friends and then looks back at this man. He says, I don't need to be fast on my feet. I've got the muscles to handle this. And Ooh, Carl just flexes in front of everybody. Here. Yeah. He kind of, he's like pumping it up to the crowd, but he holds his hand out for two shillings. Uh, Yeah, Carl's in for two shillings. All right. Get it. He says, what's your name, sir? Her? Uh, Carl with a C. All right. He he kind of he hops up onto the ring and he says, Crusher, you caught your breath here. Crusher's like, oh, yeah, boss, we're good. And he says, we got him. We got a many strapping man here. We've got Carl with a C. Carl, would you hop up here? And see if you can go three uh, minutes in the ring. Uh, Carl jumps on up. He's ready to roll. You're going to take off your shirt, too? Um. Oh, I so I don't get to fight my armor. He does kind of hold you back for a second. He's like, "Oh, sorry, sir. This is a this is a wrestling ring. I'm gonna have to take off that uh chain mail. <laughs> so, not really in the spirit of things, you know what I mean? And, and maybe leave the boat yeah. hook behind. <laughs> yeah, obviously it's uh, not with weapons either. Yeah. Uh. All right. Yeah. So, uh, Carl disrobes. All right. So you look a lot like Crusher. What's your strength? Um, let me, my strength is, uh, 45. All right. So like you, you, we've, we've seen your strength is impressive. Crusher looks a bit, a little bit bigger, potentially. You got this, Carl. He walks up to you. He's a little bit taller than you. You're six one, right? Mm hmm. Uh, he's only an inch or two taller. He looks down his nose at you and he says, yeah, little river man. And then he walks to the other corner and the crowd is pumped Carl looks at him and points and exclaims I'm going to drop you like I never dropped a package working on the docks <laughs> <laughs> that was great Crushes just like make the fake laugh <laughs> funny words from little man uh, what's your initiative again 
Uh, it is 38. All right. Crusher gets into like a boxing stance. The announcer hops out of the ring uh, and he starts like circling around for his first turn. <laughs> okay. Carl is going to taunt him. So he's going to cry. So what is your deal anyway? You fight people who are drunk at the carnival to prove your strength. <laughs> Couldn't you do real work? <laughs> I love Carl's trash talk. It's amazing. I bet you don't put your full effort into your occupation. <laughs> no, uh, uh, can that be some kind of like a intimidation check to try and gain advantage? Sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll count that as like your um, like a cess type thing to, to, to try to gain an advantage point. So that is one degree of success. Oh, I got to uh, pose that with a cool. A cool. Yeah. What's cool based on willpower. Yep. Okay. I got one degree of failure. Oh, yeah. You have one advantage. All right. Uh, and then he's up and he's circling around some more. He kind of like moves his head back and forth to like crack his neck. He rolls his shoulders a bit to warm up, but he see he's still breathing real heavily. <laughs> when you talk big, uh, see how you punch. Carl uh, is going to oblige if his turn has come around here. Yeah, he doesn't make a move. All right. Um, kind of circling so around. He's a few paces away from you. All right, so just a weapon skill check. Yeah, so um, you would know as this is a wrestling ring. You could only okay. uh, do melee brawling. Okay. Uh, which we discussed earlier, or I think it was last episode, that you don't have. So it's going to be just a uh, uh, weapon skill. Yeah. All right. All right, that is one degree of success. Yeah. All right. Uh, and that hits in the 23. So left you, arm. Punching him in the arm. Oh, so I'm going to uh, oppose that with my own melee brawling. Ooh. And he's going to get how many did you get? I had one degree of success. Did that factor in level. Did that factor in the advantage though? That oh, no, so that's two. I'm sorry. Okay. He um actually doesn't get a hand up in time. Where'd you punch him? Uh, I got him in the left arm. Okay. So you hit him. Nice. How much damage is that? So strength bonus plus uh, nothing for brawling, right? Yeah. Yeah, your strength bonus plus the difference in success levels. I had zero success levels. All right. So two plus four. So that's six damage. Okay. Get him, Carl. Okay. Oh, Crusher sounds mad. Yeah, is that, yeah. that Sloth? Hey, you um, so he okay. So you gain another advantage for that for hitting mm-hmm. him. Uh, he kind of rolls his arm again. He's like, "You called that a hit?" And then he punches back at you. All right, I'm gonna try and oppose that with a dodge check. Alrighty. Yeah. And I've got my two two advantage to add into this, right? Yes. All right, so I've got three success levels. All right, so you dodge. Nice. Oh, nice. He swings at you, but you can see the heavy breathing. Is his, his swing is a little slow, and he misses. Get him, Carl. He's All weak. right, yeah. He's like, quit dancing. Carl's going in for another attack. It's at 38 with two. So that's, yeah, okay. With two advantage, that's two success levels. All right, he's going to try to dodge this time. Duck and weave. He does not, though. All right, so that one gets degree him in of the failure. eighty. I I punched him in the left leg. <laughs> Not sure how that worked out, but gave him the Charlie horse. <laughs> we can retcon this into a kick. Yeah. Yeah. Right? He's like no kicking. How much damage do you do? I had one degree uh, of failure. So yeah, two success levels, and yeah, so that's uh, oh, you have many failures. One. A one. Okay, so that's uh, seven damage. He's up and he's like, "What is this kicking? Not how you do it." And then he punches at you again. All right, I'm gonna oppose this with another dodge. Uh, twenty-five, but with three. Oh boy. Okay, so that's like that's five success levels. 
Oof. All right. Wait. No, it's just four. Sorry. Okay. I had two success levels, so you dodge again. Fantastic. He says, get over here. Carl. Okay, if you insist. (laughs) Windmill. Windmill. Uh, It's a windmill. (laughs) Bruno's like just barely over the edge of the ring. And he's like, windmill, windmill. Yeah, Carl's going to take another another crack at it. Uh, So 37. uh, Yeah, three success levels. I'm going to melee brawling to oppose this time. He's going to try to block. <laughs> Looks like I got one degree of failure. All right, so that's another eight damage. Can't block the windmill. That's two fists coming at you at once. I mean, it could be coming at you uh, at any and, angle. And it, the 73 is the body. Okay. Right yeah, he guts. doesn't have any armor. So for, for description. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but for flavor's sake. Uh, yeah, oh, oh, it's a I, punch to the gut. I totally forgot after um, you guys ran roughshod over my combat a couple episodes ago, we've been talking um, as a group about advantage and how being able to get plus 100% is just a little too good. So for now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try capping it at plus 5, plus 50% at 5 advantage and see how that goes. I, I was toying with the idea of capping it at initiative bonus, um, but that was two all over the place. So we're going to, we're going to cap it at five for now and see if that doesn't break things. I'm not sure what you're at for advantage. I think you're at four or five right now. Anyway, I, I'm at four now. Okay. Yeah. I'm kicking ass. Yeah, yeah. you are. Whoop, whoop. What round is this? We're starting round five. Okay. Actually, that's where you punched him in the left leg. Was- <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see. What's Crusher going to do? He doesn't like how much you're hitting him. Oh, but baby most, most people are against that. So it's kind of his occupation, though. Like, oh. if you need Carl, I I can tap in. Can if you need me to <laughs> reaching over the top rope. He is gonna make a swing at you. He tries like a haymaker. All right, like I'm gonna keep dodging. There's no. Wh- don't change what's uh, working. All right. Well, so let's just say it's a great thing that I have all this advantage. Uh-oh. I succeed, but just by two. So zero success levels, but a success. All right. I got five levels of success. Ooh. Ooh. Catches you in the catches you in the left arm with his okay. wide right hook. So what was that difference? Uh, I had zero success level, so that's five. All right. He does 10 damage to you. All right. Well, Hits so you. six after like your toughness. Arm, yeah. You feel it like tingle down your arm. And he's like, that's how you punch. Is he doing uh, like and, bending and blocking? My, uh, mm-hmm. my advantage is kicked down to zero now. You lost all advantage because he hit you. Yeah. Oh, no. Because you took damage. Okay. Yeah, that's not so good. Dance right, away. Well, Dance away, Carl. All right, Carl's gonna Actually, charge in. Um, what I'm gonna do oh, here right. instead, um, you don't take that damage. What he did, instead of like full on punching you in the arm, he kind of like faked it and like shoved you instead. So you kind of spin around a little bit and you kind of you lose your advantage that way. And you feel like he did something that you weren't ready for. And you see he's got a little bit of a smile on his face now. And he looks like he's ready. So he didn't do damage then. He didn't do any didn't do damage. I'm taking okay. recounting that a little bit. Realizing what his talents do. Mm. Okay. Is is he like trying to hmm? I don't trying know if he's kind of WWE fighting me or something. <laughs> trying some some fake moves for a show. He's still like kind of bouncing on his feet. You know, he's got his arms up like a boxer. <sighs> Carl's going to do a punch, but he's a little confused. So he's going to like pull this punch and not like he's not going to try and actually do damage. Okay, I'm going to pose with a uh, melee brawling to try to block. I succeed with an 11. Wow. 
Uh, so that's a critical hit, is it not? Well, how many degrees of success is that? Uh, so only two degrees of success with uh, with no advantage anymore. Uh, all right, I got seven degrees of success. The crit trumps it, though, doesn't it? I'm going to have to double-check that, exactly how that works, because it wasn't a successful... Uh, so a critical is any successful test that also rolls a double. Oh, okay. So unfortunately, because he had better, more success levels than you, I believe that negates it. Especially since Carl said he wasn't really right. going forward. He's able to easily block. Mm, okay. He's up. He kind of takes a step back and he kind of looks you up and down. And he says, you are not so wimpy, man. And he takes a minute to catch his breath. Carl's going to turn around and flex for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a compliment too. Right. Bruno's right. Compliment him back. Uh, <laughs> nice eyes. It's just, you sure can't take a punch. Yeah, it's my job. <laughs> um, are you no, doing anything on your turn? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, so I said I was going to be uh, flexing for the audience. So I want to take a entertain check. Okay, I like it. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, it's a 58, though, so oh, Jesus. Uh, negative two success levels. Burn, burn oh. your, uh, Carl's a heel now. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's like, just punch him already. <laughs> you people probably don't recycle your garbage in the correct bins. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite when characters try to imitate other characters <laughs> it's usually lucky honestly all right uh so that's your turn so back to him uh he goes back what round is this this is seven all right he goes back to kind of circling around you looking kind of you know, again like looking you up and down a bit uh carl i think has fully embraced that this is a game so he's gonna try and do a big wind-up punch uh, Falcon Punch. That's a half a windmill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bruno's yeah. super excited. Yeah, windmill. Yeah, windmill. <laughs> oh, and he's going to try to block again. Uh, all right. Well, I failed that by one degree. I had 11 degrees of success to block. What the? Wait, what? The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wow. Oh, 11 degrees. What? Oh, my. Uh, so. Does he just catch his fist? In his no, mouth? he just like oh. knocks it away. Oh. Good He's Lord. like, I thought you were strong. Maybe not. Punch him with the other hand. <laughs> Carl, Bruno's the best ringside coach. <laughs> Compliment him back. Punch him with the other hand. I love it. Uh, he's up again and uh, he swings at you. One more time. Bruno and Carl have gotten in many bar fights before, usually with Carl fighting and Bruno. Uh, I can't wait to have some Patreon content of just like <laughs> stories of that. <laughs> what is this round eight? This is round eight. All right. You only have to last three minutes. It's 18 rounds. Oh, good. All right. You guys Lord. We're almost halfway there. <laughs> um, a little more. Oh, yeah. Almost halfway. Living on a prayer. Uh, so he punch. He kind of jabs at you. Are you going to dodge or? Yeah, I'm going to try and roll with the punch. I'm going to do my best to imitate contact while still avoiding it. But I got an 89 on that roll. So Ooh. so you so you actually take the punch. Yeah, so that's five uh, failure levels. Wow. OK, so he so you like try to roll with it, but he he saw which way you were going and he actually charlie horses you he punches you in the in the left leg so hard give me just a second here to, to calculate you said you had five success levels of failure uh yeah jeez oh, all right so <laughs> i'm giving dan the nastiest look right now yeah it's okay so i had eight Degrees of success, eight success levels. He oh does eighteen damage to your leg. That's stupid. Well, All right. I, I think you could like so, spend like a resilience point or a fortune point or something, right? No. I could do a fortune point to re-roll 
but I already know how many degrees of success uh, this wrestler has gotten. I don't think my HUDs are good on that. Um, Use a fate point to pretend you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, I actually... Wait a minute, I think I had more than that. Stop it. Oh, this is... Why is math so hard right now? Okay. You had five degrees of failure, essentially? Correct. I gotta, like, write this down. <laughs> You're doing long math to determine how much damage he took? Yes. Carl's character is supernumerated, but Dan, the game master, is not. Definitely not. I teach science, not math. I say it all the time. There's so much math in science, though. How, oh, how many goodness. ones do you have left right now? Well, when you told me that he did 18 damage uh, after my toughness bonus, that left me with two wounds. All right, I think he's got you. So uh, I'm going to tell you his stats right now. So, okay. So he has a melee brawling of 67. He currently has seven levels of advantage. Oh, my. No, I set a cap it at five. I'm cheating. So he has five advantage right now. When he, like, shoved you instead of dealing damage, he has a talent mm -hmm. called Reversal, where uh, when I win a melee check an opposed melee roll, I can take all of your advantage instead of just gaining one. Oh. And you had like five advantage at that point. So he was like toying with you, letting you build up advantage, and then he just took it all. That's okay. And then awesome. he just took you out with a couple swift punches. So he punches you in the leg. I rolled an eight. Oh, wow. Jeez. To oh, hit nice. you. Oh, my goodness. And he currently has a melee brawling of 117. Oh. <laughs> so Yikes. he got... 11 success levels plus his strength bonus of five is 16 plus your five success levels of failure is 21 damage. Yeah. Uh, so I guess technically speaking, that should put me at negative one wound. <laughs> A fly just flew in my mouth. <laughs> uh, so he, so you like tried you. So Carl was like, Getting real cocky, thinking you're you, at one point you're like, I'm kicking his ass. And I was like, no, you're not because <laughs> I know what he could do. And you're like flexing to the crowd and you turn around and you like think it's kind of a game and you try to dodge out of the way. And he just comes down on your leg with a punch that he like, like, I don't know what you call it, like the opposite of an uppercut where he like raises his fist up and he brings it down on your leg, on your thigh so hard that you think it might break the bone. I think it's called a downer slash. A downer slash. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, that is going to be a critical hit. What did you say? You, what are you going to go with? What did I say? 21 damage? Yeah. Yeah. What, what's that going to bring you to? Uh, that's going to bring me to negative one wounds. Okay. So, I believe because it's... Uh, this was something that Grayson helped us with a while ago, and it hasn't really applied since. Um, I believe there's a rule that if it's... You go below zero less than your toughness bonus I'm going to mm -hmm. reduce I'm going to reduce the critical effect by 20 which is really good cuz I rolled really high <laughs> so he does he ruptures a tendon in your leg so you uh go prone immediately which makes sense he punches in the leg so hard that you fall to the ground you are stunned uh one of your tendons tears badly you have to pass a hard endurance test or go unconscious all right uh, well, the good news is that I succeeded. Hard is uh, what I minus twenty. 20. Carter. Yeah, so I still have two success levels on that endurance check. Okay, so you don't go unconscious, Carl. You can't fight from the ground. Stand up, stand up. But you do suffer a torn muscle, major. Oh, All right. Uh, what what's uh, what's going on with the torn muscle? I can like walk that off, or what's the uh, situation there? All right. So it says one of your muscles or some important tendons have been severely damaged, resulting in extreme pain and a significant loss of the incapacity of the afflicted limb. Suffer the same effects as a torn muscle minor, but the penalties are minus twenty to all tests. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, Carl's gonna go ahead and tap out. And your movement is also halved. Oh, as you went down, you didn't go unconscious, but you fell on your back. Uh, immediately, the, the ringmaster jumps in the ring and he holds up Crusher's arm and he says, the champion was the winner. And he looks in and he's like, are you OK? Oh, 
Well, that's nice. Uh, all right. Maybe maybe it's going to take a couple minutes to walk this off as Carl like tries to stand in his muscle situation. Uh, if you want, you can spend a uh, fate point to not suffer that critical effect. It's not. Is this so? Is this permanent damage? Uh, at this point, your leg is. It's like you. T- he like punched you so hard it like dislocated um, like your ACL or MCL. What is it called? LCL. You're, you're one the of the science man. The ACL. Yeah, I think I said the wrong thing. DHL. It's the MCL, yeah, so, right? J- so, like from a game mechanic perspective, am I going to be able to rest this off? So torn muscle minor says uh, if it's a leg is hit, you have your movement uh, in the critical for ruptured tendon. It says your leg is useless for healing. The muscle will partially heal in 30 minus your toughness bonus a days cool. after which the penalty for using the limb reduces to minus 10 to all relevant tests. Your muscle will completely heal in another 30 minus your toughness bonus days. Use of the healing skill does little but inform you not to use the affected hit location. So I'm like, I got a messed up leg for the next couple months. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Kind of brutal. I don't, he didn't real. I think a lot of it will be that I'm going to explain is that the way you were like dancing, trying to get out of the way, just got your Mm -hmm. leg in like just the wrong spot. And the way he hit you just hit you with such force that he wasn't trying to permanently maim you, but it just was unfortunate that the hip had happened to hit that way. And your leg is useless for two months. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, you know. You just got to walk it off for eight weeks. That's all. Yeah. yeah. I think that might be worth a fate point. Hmm. Yeah, I'm probably going to die in two months if I can't run. Right. Let's go ahead. Just for, for the longevity of Carl, I'm going to fate point this and not take this uh, critical wound. I feel like that is really aligned with your ambitions, too, because how are you supposed to get a Carl's Jr.? <laughs> if you die in the next two months. Maybe that's what it is, though. Maybe you get a Carl Jr. by having to slow down and meander. <laughs> okay. And take time to smell the roses dripping blood or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Man, for a minute there, I thought we were having just a fun fight. This is this is not so good. Yeah, so as you're laying there, Crusher comes over to you and he's like, Oh man, are you okay? I d I don't know what happened. I I wasn't trying to mess up your leg. Oh but do you got do you guys have like any insurance for this sort of thing. <laughs> uh, so the two of them are like knelt over you at this point. I'm assuming the, the other three characters are just watching like, what the hell happened? Uh, I'm sure I'm like, I'm yelling obscenities and stuff like, you know. Okay. Yeah. Um. So the, the ringmaster is like, uh, tell you what. And he uh, puts some coins in your hands and he's like, just don't, don't worry about it. I, I hope you're okay. Mm. Uh, what what kind of what kind of coin just is he passing over? Uh, the two silver shillings that you paid to enter. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at it this way, Carl. Now you didn't pay to get maimed. You <laughs> you got it for free. So you're keeping this critical hit. Are you not? No, I'm spending the fate point. Okay, uh, good. I was like, oh man, this is gonna be rough. Yeah, no, I'm not going to. It's not going to be like Carl and crutches for the next 20 episodes. <laughs> right. That would severely. I mean, Warhammer can be a deadly game, but if you are moving half speed and one of your legs is useless. Yeah. You yeah. Dead. <laughs> or you retire the character. So that's a good use of a fate point. But we could get you a sweet mount on the tax free auction day. Get you a little sheep to ride on. Hey. Uh, yeah, you, you guys are feeling. Bad enough about peer pressuring me to this fight, you'll buy me a horse? Um, well, first off, we were trying to get Bruno in there. You're the one who stepped in. <laughs> and Crusher's like, I'm really sorry, man. I really didn't try to do anything. Tell you what, I'll, I'll meet me. Meet me. And he uh, says the name of a beer tent. He Meet me there at dusk and, I, and I'll, I'll get you a, get you a pint at least. Well, what a nice guy. Uh, it, I I appreciate this. This, you know, I say that you are not an honest man in the ring, but to be honest, this is trash talking. 
You seem like you may be a pretty good guy. He kinda, I'll join you. He kind of smiles and he's like, yeah, yeah it's kind of what I do, you know. But I, I, I wasn't trying to really hurt you for real. It was, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry. I hope your leg's okay. Yeah. It, yes. So I'm going to okay. say you're going to limp for at least a couple, yeah. a couple of days, probably. It's going to hurt a while, but it's not useless. Okay. What does that put you for fate points? Do you have any left? Uh, no. So I started with four, so I'm down to two now. Dang. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. Yeah, I wasn't Carl. expecting that to be a fate point type encounter, but just the fact that it hit you so hard at the end. Yeah. 21 no. damage. Whew. That uh-huh. was bad. That was the worst fight that Carl's been in, and he's been shot. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need this guy on your team. Yeah, right. You can do that with just his fists. I didn't even use dirty fighting. Oh, my God. He was saving that. If you stayed up for 12 rounds, then he would start using his dirty fighting talent, which just adds damage. (laughs) Well, you made it eight rounds, Carl. So that's something to be proud of, I think. And he gave you two shillings back. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like I'm sure like Bruno's yelling from the sidelines, like hit him while he's down. Carl, sweep the leg. Sweep the leg, Carl. Bruno, you're a menace. It's like, do, do you need me to get in there? Do you need me to avenge your honor, Carl? <laughs> no, I, I think that it's best if you focus on the pies. Okay. All right. Because your windmill technique is atrocious. You really should start windmilling with both hands. Instead of just the one, you were just swinging with the one arm uh, over and over again. And it it's not uh, advantageous at all. You really have to use both arms windmilling as hard as you can uh, to to really uh, put all your effort into it. I, I expect uh, a better from you. Carl is just going to pat Bruno on the back and say, you'll have to show me sometime. OK, yeah, yeah. We'll get a drink, right? Uh, with we'll Crusher. A, oh, yeah. With Crusher. I'm sure he knows the windmill. I, I bet he does. So it wasn't a complete loss for Carl. Now, I'm going to give you um, 10 bonus experience for facing Crusher. And you did get him down to 10 of his 18 wounds. Okay, that's something. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to give you just... Just Carl, because you're the one that stepped in there. Going to get a bonus 10 experience. That's fair. A little something. Feels something like a fair trade. Leg ripped off. <laughs> no big deal. 10 experience for a fate point. <laughs> I mean, that's a better return than I got on any of my fate points, Carl. You're doing pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't choose to get in those fights. You got attacked. Oh, that's fair. All right, so after that, you know, frolicking good time. <laughs> Where are you guys going to continue on to the menagerie? Do, do you need to sit down for a little bit, Carl? Or are you okay? <laughs> I need to sit down for a lot of it. I, I think it's going to be better if I get to stretch it out a little. We can go to the to the clean zoo. <laughs> clean zoo. <laughs> it's not lewd. Bruno <laughs> will definitely same. be lending Carl his shoulder to walk on. All right. So you, so instead of like being a torn tendon or whatever, you just kind of have like a, not even a pulled muscle, but just like your thigh is throbbing. It hurts real bad. Uh, But you can head over to the menagerie. So you see here, there's a semicircular rope enclosure uh, that's up against the town wall to be like the back end of it. Um, there are two wagons. Carl's fortune. There were two guys in the ring. The guy calling the fights and then Crusher. And he probably took out seven dudes today. He destroyed all them mans. Your fortune <laughs> okay. came true already, Carl. Okay. Nailed it. Uh, should I have seen this coming? Oh, no. Well, the fortune teller did. <laughs> I see. So see, there are two brightly colored wagons that one of them has a banner on it that says a bunch of words you guys can't read. <laughs> uh, for the character, for player's sake, I'll tell you, it says Dr. Malthusius's Zucopia, strange creatures from all corners of the world. The marvelous, the bizarre, the disgusting brought to you at enormous expense, like 
No other like it in the world. And about half the words are spelled wrong. But characters don't know what any of that says. Uh, I think that says clean zoo. (laughs) Says uh, the other wagon is a flatbed with a pile of stout wooden cages on it, all covered in oiled uh, tarps. So odd sounds come from within. We just heard one. And leaning against it are signs advertising for the show. And you don't know what it says, but uh, at this point, it looks closed. What? You do see a dwarf looking at, like, checking, looking under the tarps, checking the cages. Hey, why is everything all closed up, bud? Uh, we ain't started yet. Come back in an hour. Doctor will see you then. The doctor? Yeah, Dr. Malthusius. Is he a physic man? What? Like a, a, a fit, he look at the bodies and fix the bodies when the bodies are broken. A physic man, a doctor, physic. I said he was a doctor. Is he a f- you listening? Phys- human physician, physician, physic. Ernst was physic man. Ernst was definitely physic man. Yeah. He just kind of starts ignoring you as you guys are talking with this guy, uh, this dwarf. Another guy comes out. I'm gonna send you guys a picture of the good Doctor Malthusius. Oh, this looks like a straight shooter. He's got a Willy Wonka vibe. Sweet top hat. He comes walking out. He's got a cane and like a a bright, like a purple cloak, uh, coat. And he says, roll up, roll up. In just one hour, you will witness the most original and astounding display of zoological curiosities ever placed on exhibition in the entire length and breadth of our glorious empire. Welcome to Dr. Malthusius' Zookopia. Gather together for your education, entertainment, and edification from the far corners of the known world at incalculable expense. The unusual, the bizarre, yes, even the faintly disgusting. You will never see the like again, my friends. Not if you live to see a thousand years years and there's like a crowd of people around and he's like you know putting on a show for not just you guys could probably score of people standing around kind of waiting while you guys are watching this you see some kind of small figure pop out of one of the cages everybody make a easy perception check nope that's an 80 on my end sounds like a fail uh, uh, yeah yeah <laughs> One degree of success. One degree of success for Lucky Bruno? One degree of success. All right, so you guys all see this thing, but still partly under the tarp. Bruno and Lucky notice, first of all, it has three legs. The rest of it looks kind of humanoid. You also notice it has green skin. It's a three-legged goblin. What? What is going on with that? That is no leg. We're going to find out in episode 16. Schaffenfest will continue in a week. Thanks so much for listening. Why don't you go and check out all the other great shows that the Professional Casual Network has to offer, including season one of The Space Between Presents I Saw a Tiger, which follows the Netflix smash series Tiger King and details the acid-washed antics of Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, Jeff Lowe, as well as others. This season, we're taking a deep, dark dive into the four-part Netflix docuseries Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. Big Fiction Energy is our audio drama pod in which Tim, Danny, and myself tell the story of Lainey, the Girl Without Fear, a fantasy novel by Dan. A grim podcast of perilous adventure is the Professional Casual Network's Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay Actual Play podcast. We're playing through The Enemy Within, which is widely considered one of the best campaigns of any RPG. Join Dan as the GM as Danny, Tim, Alexander P. Nelson, and JB try to survive the perils of the old world. And if you needed more deep dives, also check out The Space Between, which is a discussion and review of the best games, comics, and nerd movies of today and yesteryear. We also have Elite Eight Showdown with high-octane host Big Chuck and his research team. Join him while he financially ruins his partner Tim and completes an eight-team tournament bracket that could be about anything and everything. Lastly, we have Professionally Asked, Casually Answered, a totally real, totally fake advice show where we take questions and topics from you, our listeners, and do our best not to completely ruin your lives. Danny, where could people follow us or ask us questions for Professionally Asked, Casually Answered? I'm so glad you asked that, Tim. You can go ahead and email us questions. Our email address is theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. You can also follow us and message us on Instagram 
at The Professional Casual. On Facebook, we're facebook.com slash professional casual. Twitter, we're at top tier casual. Our website is theprofessionalcasual.com. On Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash professional casual. And you can also check out Lindsay's Instagram at lindsayfphotography, where you can check out all of her great photos of abandoned places and events. What are some other things that people could find on our Patreon, Danny? They can find Sarah's doodles. They can find different vlogs. They can find lots of polls. I know Big Chuck's got a ton of stuff up there. It's all just a wild time. Extra bonus content, all of those things. 